protest to growing national outcry continues over the death of George Floyd. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message, the here? Main message here, is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. arrested, arrested, arrested. Prayers to Jacob Blake. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. I gotta pause hey, Yo, right he's, here, he's on a something. different level. Hey, let me bro. tell you something. I was tucking it just now hard <laughs> as hell, bro. <laughs> I'm in the joint like. Hey, big shot to little baby, smile. man. It's crazy. Uh, and you know what's crazy? I tell myself all the time, like, uh, I don't want to have to have such a heavy podcast, man, but the world would have it that it has to be this way. It's crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, that we, we always want to come on this one and chill, but... We'd be like, yo, we need to have more fun with podcast. We was, that just was too heavy. But here we are. You know what I'm saying? Yet and again. So, uh, let's run out shit. You already know what time it is. We're going to get right to this shit. Another Friday gone. Another, what did Ice Cube say, about, say after that? He said, shit, another Friday gone. Now you're going to kill me because now I have to go and figure it out. I hate when people do that to me. Another Friday gone. He said something. I forget. Now I'm... This nigga don't know his own. Favorite movie. Famous. They itch. They itch for that paper. Huh? I love that song. You don't know nothing about that. Come on, man. Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 11. 11. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. Consistency. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Terrell Mallory. To my left today, because Terrence moved the damn setup around, is Terrence Mallory. We here on another Friday, man. Shout out to everybody. Um, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Grateful to see you another Friday. Yeah, you know. Yup. Yo, so, Friday used to be lit. Wasn't Friday 106 in Park Day? Like, yeah, 106 in Park came on? Park Day. I could have Every swore. weekday. Freestyle Friday was Friday. Okay, that's what I meant. Freestyle Friday. That's how okay. you knew it was lit. Oh, yeah, we got the Freestyle Friday later. You was like, hey, it's Friday the weekend. <laughs> Young niggas don't know what the hell you talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the people who, who was old enough to watch 106 in Park. That's when right. hip hop was right there. That was that, that's that 21-year-old yeah. age of hip hop. You're in a weird year because you are, like we are or were. Hey, let me, can I explain that real quick how I said it? That was yeah, a 21 year old age of hip hop. Cause you know, I feel like after 21, everything that happens afterwards is like a downward, not downward, but like, oh, okay, yeah. I feel like you know how you talk about your peak. If you feel like your athletic peak, you probably felt like, what now? No, I haven't hit my athletic, athletic peak yet. I haven't hit mine either. Like, I, I'm not even gonna put it out there. I, like, I got seven but for time now, mine <laughs> would be like back when I was like 2019. I that was my athletic peak. 2019 was not your athletic piece? No, I'm mean, when I was 20 or 19. I'm oh, 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 my oh okay, yeah, yeah, for most people. If you was a baller baller for real, then yeah. And speaking of baller ballers, we got a classic one in the background. Classic. Coach Carter. Yes, it's sir. only right. 2005. Um, Samuel Jackson. Yes, sir. The basketball <laughs> movie. Best basketball movie of all time. Of all time. Y'all know me and Terrence live by this movie. We quote this movie all day, so this is going to be tough to not watch. Right. 
this nigga Terrell looked just like Ty Crane. He thought right, he was better than Braun. Hey, who you look like? You look like Coach Carter. You looking like Battle Boy. You having a tough-ass time in class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we got a lot to get to. Ah, man. Yeah. It's just so much shit. Um, what do you want to start with? Definitely going to start with Jacob Blake. Uh, do you want to start with Jacob Blake or do you yeah, want to? Yeah, so we can. We, I think we have to start with that. All right, yeah. So just We're not going to say we're not. We're going to put that on the back burner. Nah, that's what's most important. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, so if you don't know the situation with Jacob Blake, um, Wisconsin, what's the name of that city? Kenosha. Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was shot in the back seven times. He was unarmed. He was going to his car. If y'all see the video, if y'all just see the video, it's like, it's crazy. It's it's getting easier for y'all to see now. I feel like with these videos, one of the things I wanted to talk about on this podcast is the different points of view and the different things that people have been saying. Cause I think it's important to dispel all of that. Yeah, like on every platform that you can, because there's literally people that think that them shooting him was justifiable. Nah, that's crazy, man. Like dead ass. And there's black people like I've seen all types of races of people that that have tried to justify it for the majority. People, you know, disagree. But, you know, yo, resisting the, the feds is not a death sentence. Right. If a cop is trying to arrest you. Right. And you just take off running. They cannot just pull their hammers out and just peel and off and kill you, you. and right. kill you. They cannot do that. Right. That is not. Yeah, you can't do that. But and you know what? You can do that in two thousand and now to twenty. Yeah. Now it's making it seem like you can't. Right. Man, we've been. It's just hard. It just, it just gets now. I feel like as black people, when we say we exhausted, we exhausted with having to explain why this is such a big deal. Right. Oh my goodness. Like, we're I'm starting to feel like, all right, bet, is anybody going to make anything happen for real? Or are we going to have to just keep saying this? We got the NBA boycotting. It's not a postpone. Right. They said, Bron said, we're not postponing it. This is boycott. Right. And the NBA didn't do shit. The players did it. Yeah. The NBA thought they were playing. Watch said it on, on Twitter. The NBA was expecting to play games. You know how many advertisers they had to pull out of tonight? Okay, yeah. That's hurting pockets. We hurting pockets. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing that. I think it's the most admirable thing ever, man. The like, NBA is officially my favorite. And I was so ready to watch Braun win this last game. And when I figured it out, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't gonna watch the game. Why I'm not keep it on it? Dame not playing. He was ruled out game five. I'm like, it's over with. Series over. I'm still gonna watch the game. But when I found out that they weren't playing and why they weren't playing, like yeah. I said, all right, bet. And you know what? I knew early. I knew early that the game wasn't gonna happen. Cause everybody else stopped playing. Yeah, but I mean, let's get back into the actual situation, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. Um, what, what, that, what, that, that's actually a part of the situation. There's a lot of people that are, the, I think the most craziest thing about it was the protest last night, and that, that uh, yeah, but look, we need to say exactly what happened. I already for said those who don't know, I said it. No, I mean, but I feel like we should, we shouldn't just say that. I mean, we should get more into it. Like what he was mean? breaking up a fight. I feel we should, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, oh, okay, yeah, some people sure. know it was a black man shot, but I feel we should get more into detail about what actually happened besides. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Give us, that, give us that detail. Yeah. So apparently, and I haven't seen the video of anybody fighting. I always see the end part. There's I haven't no seen video no of him breaking up the fight that I don't think. Yeah. I just, you just, the, in the video when it starts, it just shows him walking around in front of his car with, with feds, they got their guns out and they're following him. He opens his door. Attempts to get in the car, and that's when he shot seven times. Right. In his back. Right. And I just don't know how you could justify that. 
Because I well, I'll tell you what people are saying. Are they saying and, that uh, he's trying to go in his car and get something? They're saying that they we don't. He's resisting arrest. He's going in his car where he could be going for a weapon. Oh God! It's just like you're speaking all of the. It, it just sounds so. You know what I'm saying? When people say stuff like that, it to me it just sounds you would not say it about anybody. And I love all of the videos that are surfacing of these white people acting a fool in front of police officers. I saw this dude break a bottle yeah. and run after a cop and the cop ran. This dude yeah. grabbed it. You know what I'm saying? All types of shit. The video with a dude Where? like fucked up the cop, then got in his cop car and then drove right. off. Right, right, right. I tweeted the Jesse. And you got a hammer on your waist. Exactly. I tweeted a Jesse Williams uh, quote where he said, we watch cops de-escalate and not kill white people every day. And I think that's super relevant. It's yeah, it's a crazy thing. And you know what's crazier to me is the, like we just said, there's no video of him breaking up that fight because that wasn't worth taping. If it is a video out there somewhere, it wasn't worth taping. But what's crazy is the fact that there's a video when the cops get there. Because to me, what that means is black people are like, we're, now we're programmed that when the cops come to record because somebody might die. Somebody might die. That's what's crazy. That's why, like, even in my work environment, when they be like, yo, we about to call the feds. If it's on a black dude, I'm like, all right, we got to really think about what we yeah, getting ourselves into. you know into. what? And you'll look like a... Because what does that look like? People will start treating you different for thinking like that if they don't know what you're thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've had to check. It's only because you think we call it from help, and I feel like we call them for a way worse situation than we already got. Like, nah, we can handle this. Right. Hey, look, and I want to just say this. For anybody who might feel like the young you don't give a fuck about it and you sick of it, sick of people talking about this shit, it's gonna gonna keep happening and all of that. Bro, if you're listening to this pod and you bang with me or Terrell, imagine if that shit was one of me and Terrell. Yeah. Like we breaking up one of our family members fighting. You know what I'm saying? The cops show up trying to arrest us. You feel me? Even if we walking away, is that right? No. Is resisting the cops right? No. We're not saying that. But even if I'm walking away, you feel me? And I get, you know what I'm saying? A cop does that to me or Terrell. Then how would you feel? Right. Did, do, do, do I deserve to die? Yeah. Do I deserve to die for that? In front of his kids? Now, this is the thing. And the the one thing that And if we, your answer is yeah, then you need to keep that same energy with yourself. Yeah. If you think you deserve to die because you resisted the feds, you're tripping and you don't even really understand what cops do. And then keep that same energy because most of the people that have that energy don't have that same energy for other situations. Right. They, they, it's only convenient because it's an uproar. And you know when whenever it's something popular or something that people are going through, people like to wonder why it's almost like a nigga hating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um that's crazy. That's, yeah. a, that's a crazy thing to even think about. Now, what I'll say is that... Because um, you Jacob wanted to talk Blake, about perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Jacob Blake is alive. Thank God. Thank goodness. Because unlike most of these cases, he can tell his side of the story. Hopefully, he was still in critical. You know what I'm saying? The last time they said... But they know for sure he's paralyzed from the waist down. And so, that's what's... That's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad he was able to survive. And I'm hoping that his paralyzation isn't permanent. But I just feel like something has to be done at this point. You know what I'm saying? We understand that, unfortunately, this may continue to happen. I feel like Chris Webber, if you haven't seen what Chris Webber, his little uh, the, it was great. the speech yeah. that he made was dope. But like this is going to continue to happen. We're still going to be black. They're still going to be scared. We just need 
them to be held accountable for the shit that they doing. Y'all, that is why we are boycotting and protesting because it's not because just we are throwing a big ass statement out that we feel like we're being killed. Like we been getting killed. Right. We just getting sick of that shit being legal basically. Meaning if I got a badge on and I feel threatened for my life, I can just kill this man. That's bullshit. Right. It's bullshit. But ma- meanwhile, mass shooters are somehow taken alive in these cases. And in one case, we saw... Uh, can you imagine what it feels like to try and argue to somebody why Mike Brown deserved to live when they when they villainized that man and tried to make it seem like he robbed it, he robbed the store, he went, he did this and that. They tried to make him seem like, like this big monster villain. Like, even if he did and go look, and rob the store... Does he deserve to be shot down? And this is the thing. And look, he knew them folks. Like, just going back, he knew them folks. It wasn't like he was in there sticking up a store. He didn't know. He got into it with the owner. He knew that dude. He he, he literally, the owner had him. his product that he bought. Right. Now, think about it. You do all that argument for, all that argument for Mike Brown, trying to convince people that he was a human and not, they made him feel like this big, super scary man when he was really a boy. Right. And then you see Dylan Roof go to Burger King. After shooting up a black church. Yeah, and they refer to him as a, a young, scared. scared. It's, I, imagine how it feels to Look be. at the excuses. It's All right, That's a great-ass segue because did you you heard about the 17-year-old that I thought pulled it was crazy. up to the protest. That they, that they kept hydrated and gave him water and shit? This man killed two people. Yeah. Like, he killed two people. Right. Pulled up to a random-ass protest. Not a random-ass protest. Pulled but, up to a protest, but he's from a... He's from out of state. Pulled up to the right. protest with an AR-15, and his young ass is running around acting like he's. And did you see what the cops said? I mean, the the Kenosha Police Department. Mm-mm. The Kenosha de- Police Department, like the head of whatever, like the head of that. He came out and was like, uh, the seventeen-year-old um, who went down to. I want to play what he said. Can we play it? Yeah. Can, go to Shannon Sharp's Instagram. No, matter of fact, I got you. It's LeBron's Instagram story. And then it's the... LeBron, it's really... No, my man. bad. It's Shannon. It's Shannon. Shannon's Instagram story? Yeah, Shannon posted the video. It's recent. It is that there. Got you. Let's hear it. Everybody involved was out after the curfew. I'm, I'm not going to make a great deal of that, but the point is the curfew's in place to protect. Had persons not been out involved in, in violation of that, perhaps the situation that, that unfolded would not have happened. What? Um, so the last night, a 17-year-old individual from Antioch, Illinois, was involved in the use of firearms to reserve, to excuse me, to uh, to resolve whatever conflict was in place. The result of it was two people are dead. The persons were shot. That's crazy. Look at how he's talking about this white boy. Look at how he's trying to cap for this white boy. Right. Well, you know, well, the curfew is. This time, and if persons weren't out there beyond that curfew, then this wouldn't have happened. So you're saying if two people didn't choose to protest about this bullshit-ass issue you got going on in your fucking department, then they wouldn't be dead. Maybe if they, they would have listened to the curfew, maybe then that 17-year-old white boy with a rifle wouldn't have killed them? You talking like he's one of yours! My bad, my we're bad, my bad, my bad. too close to the mic and screaming. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I keep trying to give you the My signal. bad. If it peaks, that shit needs to peak. Yeah. He's uh, talking about this young boy like he's one of his officers. Crazy. 
This and is it's, a it's random ass white say, boy with a seven a seventeen year old with an AR. Doesn't that fit description uh, the description of a school shooter? Right. And you up there capping for them. And you know what's crazy? It's crazy to say uh, the curfews are this, and if people weren't out there, then it's like, do you, you know what's crazy? They always forget the reason why people are even out there in the first place. Right. If y'all didn't shoot that man in his back seven times, they wouldn't be out there in your the first men, place. Your men shot that right. man. Right. Your, your, your You don't know what the issue is? Look, the, he, he said he came out there to resolve. Right. Resolve? So you basically commending what this man right. did. Right. He's not an officer. And this is that neighborhood watch bullshit yep. that empowers certain white the people. The George to think, Zimmerman syndrome. I'm Shout about out to go my out there. Uh, TL. Yeah. That thinks they about to go that think they about to go out there and right. I'm about to go out there and help. And get their rifle and go out there and you shoot two people? He's not even from the state. He literally came from out of state. You looking for trouble. He That's came out crazy. there looking for trouble, killed two people. Now, this is the thing. If they would have shot his ass or somebody would have killed his ass after he killed them two people, then that what? person would have probably been arrested. Or let's flip the script. Let's, let, let's imagine a black dude goes out there to them Trump, you know what I'm saying, protests and them Trump gatherings, you feel me? And he kills two people. A young oh, yeah. 17-year-old black dude on the street with an AR-17, busting at some white right. folks. Come on, bro. Yeah. Nice. Is the, is the, and this is my thing. Is the police chief... Going to get up there and say, yeah, he was trying to resolve a problem. And if they weren't out past the curfew, then maybe they should, maybe they'd be alive. Right. Really? Right, right. If it was right. a black dude? Nah. And do you see how exhausting this is? Like, this is my thing. I got to speak directly to black people because it's completely different. And I think all black people can speak for it when, like, I appreciate the allies that we have and the people of color, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. that, that have been you know, rotting with the, the Black Lives Matter movement and speaking out. Right. But this shit feel different, man. It's a different fear. Think about it, bro. Like, I was getting, I, I forgot to tell you this shit, but when I went to, uh, what mall was I at? I think I was at Pentagon. And I was getting ready to get in this elevator. Being black, being a black male is not getting in the elevator with a white woman because you know she's going to be scared. Right. I was getting, it was me and this white lady about to get in the elevator. I'm, I literally acted like I had to tie my shoe. Missed the elevator. She went up, and I just waited for the next one. Cause I said, "Oh, I'm not about to just get in the elevator, me and her alone." Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying it was, and it's not and think that about I thought that it was subconscious, right? Cause there's a million different outcomes. Not only could she be scared of you and you looking out for her, exactly. Parents, she could also make up some bullshit. If something, you know what I'm right. saying? If she was to trip or something, anything with just me and this white chick. Right. Let's say she just fainted in that joint. And the doors open, and I'm standing there with a white exactly. woman on the floor. I'm a criminal. I'm a criminal already. Right. Until she wakes up from when she fell, I'm a criminal, and I'm in a cell until then. Right. And that's the fear that you live with. Exactly. And you know what? Everybody was impacted when Kobe died, right? For the for the for the the white people or the anybody black people, <laughs> anybody that's listening to this that feels like it's bullshit. Y'all know how y'all felt when Kobe died because you love Kobe, like. We, for the people who don't care, like, that's already enough heat. Feel me? Like, right. when celebrities pass away, shit like that sucks. But, and y'all already got the the pandemic to deal with. And we got a new president we about to get. But imagine having to deal with shit like this. Imagine seeing your people. Let's, let's talk to, like, the Spanish community. Imagine a bunch of Spanish people was just Hispanic. Getting- Damn. <laughs> it's fine. 
I feel like Spanish isn't offensive though. I feel like that's just more broad. But you're right. right we can say Hispanic. Hispanic. I wasn't trying to be offensive broad. to yeah. the Hispanic I community. I know. I know. I know. But I'm just saying. Imagine. Unless I'm talking to y'all now. Imagine everything in the world going on, and it's a bunch of Hispanics just dying. And no, even, not even dying. Killed by cops. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I mean. And then like, imagine Hispanics are most likely to be killed by the coronavirus. Yeah. So we already we already the most likely to die from that and killed by cops. But guess what? You need to be at work on time. You need to keep your mind straight. You need to act right in this world if you want to... You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But you're constantly a target on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everybody's challenging who you are, how y'all operate. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody you, got shit to say from you. You don't even know where the fuck you come from. Right. You know you come from the pits and made it out. Right. You see people online. Like, the other races look at you like, damn. Right. You ever get your ass whooped and you look at and you look at your brother and sister and they just looking at you like that nigga got his ass whooped good. Yeah. And then this is the thing. Most of the time when Terrence got and, an ass whooped and I got one too. Yeah, for <laughs> real. And me and Terrell would get whooped and I would get I always tell people this. Terrell would do some shit and I would have no idea why we got whooped until after. Mm-hmm. Or or That's vice loyalty. versa. That's loyalty. Since I we took lashes little. for that yeah. man. <laughs> I told Terrell, look, from the from the womb to the tomb. Yes, sir. My G. Uh, 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 audio dad. No, no dead ass, bro. I love you, bro. Because this shit, and I'm not crying. <laughs> it sounded like I was crying because my voice shook. But this shit is what we talk about oh, yeah. when you think about shit like this. This man's name is Jacob Blake. That could be anybody. Right. Terrell could go to work tomorrow, get out his car, bump into some officer, and the officer could turn around and, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. There, you can never count yourself in or out of a certain situation. Situations. There's been so many. And if y'all think, well, he was breaking up a fight, he brought it on to himself. But well, what you gonna say about Amar Arbery, who was just going for a jog, a jog, and was killed by people that weren't cops? Because I got a, I got an avenue for you if you feel like we can't make that turn. Oh yeah, I got 1, another direction we can go. And you know what's crazy, bro? Just to not even try to switch, but dig back to the NBA. When sports was coming back, we still, and to this day, the the cop, the cops that. Killed Breonna Taylor or not arrested. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When the when NBA when the NBA was coming back, there were people that were skeptical about playing because they were like, this shit is gonna be a distraction. You know what right. I'm saying? And for this shit to happen again, oh, it almost makes it seem like, all right, well, yeah, we definitely are a distraction. I'm about to, have to go, I'm about to go out here and play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why? So y'all can sit back and watch and 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 root? Yeah. So we can be the distraction no. for y'all because y'all don't feel like listening to it. This is the bull- that that shit is imagine, bullshit, bro. I want y'all to just imagine your mom and pop in the bed sleep, and they hear some rumbling downstairs. So your pop get, uh, grabs his gun, which he's licensed to which have. Which he's licensed to have. Of course, he's protecting y'all house. A lot of y'all fathers have guns, right. right? The feds come in, blasting, killing your mom. Your father's pinned in the house. Got to put his hands up, throw his shit out. Your mom is dead, and guess what? They have the wrong people. They thought that your mom and dad were somebody were else. somebody else. And right. your mom is dead. Right. Or your sister. And then they take your father to jail. And then your father goes to jail. And he probably has to, I think he had to post bail. Yeah. So. I don't even know if he's out. Forgive me for not knowing, but it's crazy. He's got to be out now with the movement. We get him out. I don't know. He's I mean, out. He probably posted bail yet, but. I'm just saying, He. I think that's what happened. I think. Hold on, wait. Are we going in and out? We good? No, yeah, straight. Go ahead. But yeah. Just to sum that up, they had the wrong people, but guess what? They just get put on like a leave. They're not even on leave. It was just a, oh, damn, fuck it, my bad. Imagine losing your life because somebody said, oh, damn, that was my bad. And they're not held accountable at all. 
they don't even lose their job. They lost their job. They're just walking around in the earth. Yeah, now they just get to go apply for something else. It's almost like if you break some shit at work and they fire you. It's just like killing somebody on the job. Yeah, I don't feel like is. You can't make that mistake. Yeah. To me, the shit is just exhausting. And I think it's super important. And it's crazy that I got to keep saying this shit every podcast. But we got to focus on our mental health. And really confront the bullshit. Like, that you battle on the inside. Don't just try to be tough through it. Right. I, I, I admire how... Um, a lot of people are just being emotional and crying and getting it out and yeah. pouring it out of themselves. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, you know Doc Rivers will cry for anything anyway. But no, he just, this he's time, been emotional. Yeah, Doc Rivers get emotional anyway. But this time, like, him emotional made me emotional. Like, damn, like, I watched that this morning. Chris Webber emotional for me was like, Chris wow. Webber's joint was crazy too. I just think it's, I just think it's crazy that we are here again. Right, shout out. I like uh, Matt Barnes. Right. Uh, what did Stacks. Matt, what, Matt, what did they say? They just great. They're just great ex NBA players that just have been doing a they thing in the media. Oh, they yeah, haven't said anything great. Saying. I'm just saying them two are like anchors for me right now. You know, I've watched all the smoke since the very beginning. That's their uh, their podcast. Shout out to them. Right. But bro, I just love where the NBA is with the ex players, current players. It's the most doubting league. Right. Where like you don't see a whole bunch of ex NFL players coming and speaking for real, like the right. ex, like the ex NBA players. The NBA is the real stand up league. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. And um, like I was saying before, like black people, we really got to focus on our mental health because everybody else is looking at this shit from the outside. We're the only ones that really know what this shit feel like from the inside. Right. And everybody that's not black that has a, a negative opinion or that's trying to speak on how we should feel, fuck all of them. And we're not listening to none of them when it comes to that. Because technically, until this shit happen to you or your folks, you won't be able to, 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 to really explain. And I only say that because it was some people talking real crazy of, of, of different races of color where they're trying to, you know, just to try to, it's like, all right, well, you, if the shit was happening to your people, right, the way it's happening to us like this, like, you would probably feel different. Right. And so... It's just, we just got to focus on our own mental health. We, black people, so, bro, we always try to be laughy and jokey. We we make the jokes. We grab the culture. Yep. But to tuck, to tuck all of the stress that we got to tuck in, in, that shit is a lot, bro. And still be the primary source of entertainment? Yeah. We got all of this bullshit going on, but y'all still want us to be the primary source of entertainment. Right. We still got to create all the dances. We still got to create all the music. We still got to... And that's just crazy. Like, yeah. today, somebody was like, hey, you need to react to... When I when I, re, I, I retweeted, I had tweeted something about the Jacob Blake thing. Somebody put under it, when y'all going to do this video to... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, that makes me not want to shoot ever again. I you know what I'm saying? For a minute. I, for that one, one person, though. You know, for that one or person. Block, yeah, block that or, one person or get from you seeing anything out of You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because to me, that's just crazy. And it goes to show that people don't give a fuck about you. They just care what you do. Right. Let's not harp too, too but, much on yeah, that, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, prayers to Jacob Blake. Uh, we're praying that that man gets to take steps again. I'm just grateful he's alive for his children. Because, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that we even have to fucking be here. And that he has to now not tell his kids why he's different. Because of these cops. Yeah. And so you either with us or you against us, right? Straight like that. That's it. That's it. Um. Damn. 
Now we can flop. We don't gotta go straight to a uh, straight to that. We can go to what you got other than that. Uh, I don't have that. I was gonna talk to you about real quick, man. We're not. We're not doing this. We're not gonna not talk about this movie. This movie's too legendary. All we right. have to say something about this movie. Well, we missed the. We we talked through the part where teachers ain't supposed to touch students. Oh, we did. I'm not a teacher. I'm. I'm, I'm look now, this nigga. Look, we right on the part. This nigga came up with a full bubble suit. What I gotta do to play, nigga? You gotta do a a million laps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thousand suicides. This nigga was left out. Yeah, and he was real big mouth, right? This ain't over. Yeah, it ain't over. You got a lot of work ahead of you, huh? That was crazy. That's bull bullshit. Hey, but let's let hey, let's not get it confused. This nigga Timo Cruz got mad hooper. respect in the streets. The name you remembered from Coach Carter was Timo, Timo Cruz. Cruz. That's that's true. The nigga was a real nigga. And shout and out to this man because he's a brilliant actor. Very underrated. Yeah, his name is I have to tell you his name. He's a underrated. I absolutely actor. love him. He was in a that movie with him and his mother. And his mother was a real that one. That was, um, come on now. That was a fire I know movie. the name of that. It's he called, um, la, la, la. oh, wow. I can't believe I, I don't know that. It's called, um, well, once you figure out his name, you'll get it. I've been grinding on my own. Illegal Tender. That's, Illegal Tender. Illegal Tender was a good movie. That was a great ass movie for him. What was he in recently, though? He was in something recent. Not he was recent. in that joint with, uh, with Lorenz Tate, Megan Good. Yes. It was called Deuces. Yeah. That drink was alright. That drink was good. That was like the better side of Netflix Black. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, the better side. We was like, alright, we can. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deuces was good. It's still on Netflix. If you ain't seen Deuces on Netflix, it was good. Hey, look at it. Shout out to Ashanti, man. Just I know. Age like wine. She made a classic song rain on me. She and made honestly, a bunch of classic. No, I'm just songs. saying that song to me. I don't give a fuck about anything else she does. Legend. <laughs> if you play that song when it's raining, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Because, right, but is, I'm just saying, why would you do that? If you take yourself back to a summer day when you was young and you heard that song, that song is dope, man. Like, man, I was just about to be corny and say something about when it's raining and you with your chick and y'all listening to rain on me. No, God, you saying no, but you would definitely say I some shit like that. I would never do nigga. that. No, but you would definitely say some shit like that when it's raining and nah, you, you with your would girls say, in the that's, vibes, right? that's you. you. Nigga, you, you on record for saying like that. that. What are you saying? Tell you on record for saying that. You just said it. I've never said that. Terrell. All right, bet. Y'all catch you him say up. You corny Because shit do you like not that. remember when I told you I was like, don't do that because that's corny and it never happened? That was like two podcasts ago. I don't remember. Yeah, don't see. Remember. How, see? Hey, switch, niggas... switch gears real okay, quick. Okay, yeah, you got uh, 2K dropped the 2K21 demo and our resident 2K correspondent, Terrence. <laughs> I really wanted to get your opinion on the podcast. What you think? Because when the nigga was playing, he did not look happy because he could not get the the release down. I'm gonna tell y'all, nigga was breaking with Kawhi. If you played two K, <laughs> if you played two K twenty, and I, I guess if you played some more, then it might be better. I'm not trying to be Mister Super Negative, but what I will say is, if you play two K twenty already, you're getting the same game. Now they might have new modes, which is probably gonna be dope, but you're really getting the same game, bro. I felt like I was playing the same exact game. Be- uh, and maybe because it's a demo and they probably still working stuff out. Who knows? But most likely, that's not the case. But mm-hmm. they got the same exact announcers. And they the announcers are saying the same exact thing as the game before. So whenever I see something, look, the fans look the exact same. The courts and all of that shit look the exact same. So when you don't impact the experience around the game, then that means we need to look forward for an impact in the experience right. within the game when we play it. You don't got to give me 
HD fans and, and crazy things about the fans, if you give me an updated gameplay, a different game where I feel like I'm not going to be getting bored with this. And I feel like they've lost that, man. They 100% have forgotten about that. Like, to me, like, if I'm telling Terrell about, like, like, real quick, like, with the 2K My Player, I just wish it was a little bit more realistic. Like, I get it. You get a you get a My Player, and you can go to the park, spend money, get better, rank up, and all of that shit. I get it. But some niggas actually like doing the full season. I'm a nigga that wants to go in and get me a ring. You feel me? Right. I want to go to the playoffs, lead my team, get better, of course. Yeah, I want to play with my niggas at the park, but I want to play the whole season. I feel like when you play the whole season, it's just basic-ass playing. There's no involvement. Your story isn't involved in the in the game. I was telling Terrell, imagine if one night you have like an event, and you go to the event, and you get smashed, and you got a game the next day. You feel me? And in that game the next day, because you got smashed and it's a part of the storyline, you get like 50% health for the whole game. Your shooting goes down so you can you only no run stamina, through the rim. Yeah. yeah. And like you, you have, hung over. And you that'd, hung, be like, yeah. that'd be dope. That'd be amazing. And that's not much you got to do. Just set a limit to my attributes and that'll give me a challenge. Like, yo, I want to put up at least 20 in the drunk game. And we yeah. can say, yo, how much you get in your drunk game? Or, or give a, something happen with your mom get sick and you got to play for your mom and you out there and you get a uh, automatic boost for the whole game and you can go out there and drop 60 if you want because you had that, that driver. would be amazing. These are amazing things you can do that would take nothing, but they don't want to impact. I just feel like that. they so worried about the shit you're going to pay for. They more worried about putting new arm sleeves that cost $2,000, uh, 2000 VC or putting a skateboard. Now we can let you get a bike. We can let you actually get a car in the park. Watch. I can guarantee they're going to start adding cars, Boats, yachts, all this bullshit you're going to spend your VC on at the park? And are you really even enjoying the game, bro? I feel like they make the game more so for the people that are going to play at the park. Right. It's kind of like how Call of Duty went completely away from regular multi multiplayer and into Warzone. And it's, yeah. And like this Battle Royale type. And it's the same thing. Now, on that same token, I think that's a beautiful take on Absolutely. That, those that are things that I would love. Yeah, I would love that. I mean, because that's what those are the NBA stories we watch and love. You right. feel me? Yeah. The Isaiah Thomas story where he lost his uh was his yeah. brother or somebody and he went out there and killed it. Yeah. Give me um, that extra boost yeah. and let me actually feel like my my player is living an NBA life. I'm not just playing the computer. Yeah. And with do you ever go into player. like the family yeah. of the my player or no? Like do you ever Yeah, they do. I mean you have a I mean honestly, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. The last few story modes have been kinda chill. But if you know, you have parents, but it it's more like watching a movie and then playing the computer. Like, I would love if you watch a movie, like, uh, I feel like it was that one 2K that one year where they had players that you beef with in, like, college and the leagues before, and they went to the league with you. Right. And you had, like, a rival. That, to me, was dope. Because while you're playing your season, you have a reason to be like, fuck the Spurs. They got that nigga, whatever. He's my rival. Wait till we play them. Right. You don't just feel like you're playing play now with a created player on lock, you know? Yeah. Most people that play the season are playing so they could spam whatever badge they trying to get so they can go to the park and then spam at the park. You know, you feel me? And then cheese at the park. Like so I feel like the two K culture is kinda fucked up now. All the videos. What do you are the think same. about that new release? I actually kinda liked it what I saw. I mean the new the new The new release where release the new jump shot release. I mean it's alright. If you don't play two K it'll be hard to I know you guys are probably like, fuck this, but I mean the new release it just is Different. My boy Gerard told me that. My boy Gerard was telling me that it, just, it he don't like it for the layup. 
Because now he said the layup is. I will. You will. I swear. Now, the, first of all, layups were already jock tough. My niggas know you gotta have like pro touch. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Because but you shoot with the stick or the or the square or the. I mean, either way, the, I'm just saying timing a certain layup is is jock like difficult. Like it takes understanding your layup package. Like if you got that Michael Jordan layup package, you know you gotta hold that bitch for a minute because Jordan gonna go way up. Come way down and throw it way back up. So it's like, you know how long you got to like time it. So I just think the timing with the new release is just, uh, it's just like, all right, how are we going to get used to this? And we get in the same game. Like if we got a whole new game, but it had this release, it would be like, man, fuck yeah, the release. Brand new animation. Brand, brand new game. New. Yeah. And we might be speaking too soon because we do got next gen coming out, PS5 and that new Xbox. And say those that, might be yeah. the games that have that. So we're going to okay. see. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Yep. Anything on Madden? Everybody know the new Madden drop. If you have the uh, new Madden, it's kind of the same story, same game. Different can I year. buy the standard edition digital? No, Friday. God damn well, it! Friday today you can buy Madden. Shout out uh, Madden oh, dropping right, today. Bet, 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 bet. But the Madden's been out for a minute. That don't look dope. I'm getting the that. deluxe edition and MVP edition. I'm gonna get it. I mean, I think uh, if you watch Madden on anything, I think they said it best. Like Madden's at every other year game where I feel like last year we got a big update. This year they just gonna polish up last year's. Yep, right. Next year is gonna be the game to get. But uh, I think we should move forward. Big Sean dropped the uh, Deep Reverence uh, Nipsey yes, track. Uh, and that shit was great, man. Overall, that shit is fucking great. That shit is phenomenal, man. We're going to go into it. We're going to do a lyric breakdown. Fuck that shit. Yeah, we're going to get into it because shit. it would have been nice to do a video for it. But yeah, I don't know. We're just going to go ahead and break it down right here. Like, honestly, um, we're definitely going to do a video for the Big Sean album. So we'll definitely yeah, get into 1, it then. But I definitely said I'm not waiting to listen to this song. I'm listening to this song right now. Yeah. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Uh, it was great to hear his voice again. Yeah. Come through the speakers. Um, Fuck rap. I'm a street legend. That shit was... I, Come on, man. Let me tell you. Hold on, wait. If you watched the... Right. If you watched the hit parents, boy. I watched, where were you that I day? watched it, but I didn't stay for the end. I didn't know he was going to play that. I watched Hit Boy because, look, Hit Boy was getting cooked. Hit boy, boy was hit boy hooked, almost, but he was, but he was, with, yeah. So if any, just for context, for people that know what we're talking about, if you watch the verses, and this is one of the first do, verses battles yeah, from quarantine. It was one of the ones where they weren't in the same place. Like it was way. It was like, all right, we're just gonna put y'all together. But um, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder, two producers, they went up. The Hit Boy, of course, produced this track for Big Sean. The first time we heard the joint, it was. Uh, Hit Boys Go. He had brought Big Sean out. Right. And it was like, hey, is that? And then it was Nipsey. And Nipsey was like, fuck rap. I'm a street legend. It was like, this unreleased Nipsey hustle, nigga. And Nip that was like, yeah. shit almost won the battle. Because we was like, all right, oh, we Oh, shit, need we need verse. that Nip verse. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was, I was upset that it was kind of short. I wanted him to just go for, you let him go for verse. a minute 20. You know? Yeah. <laughs> of course not, but like, Damn. Hell yeah, man. That shit was fire, though. Nip, this nigga Nipsey Hussle, we gonna start. Nipsey Hussle said, fuck rap, I'm a street legend. Block loved me with a deep reverence. I was birthed to a C-section. And the song is called Deep Reverence, for anybody right. who doesn't know. And if you don't know what deep reverence means, it just means uh, basically like to admire, like admire with a lot of respect. Like hold, some, like hold somebody to a super high standard. If you have a deep reverence for somebody, that means you have a deep admiration for that person. Or a deep level of respect. It's right. not even about admiration, more so than it's about a deep respect. Y'all got a deep reverence for your grandmother because you know that right. she birthed your mom who will whoop your ass. Right. So you're like, my grandmother is 
I ain't even gonna test that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you know? sure, for sure, for sure. That's why he said I like I like that though. Cause before that he says, fuck rap, I'm a street legend. Like I don't give a damn about this rap shit. Yeah. I'm a legend to these streets. Right. And I mean it's it's been his message. I mean, if you go back and look through his catalog, I mean that's been the message. I fuck with it. Fuck rap, I'm a street legend. Block love me with a deep reverence because that's all that really matters. So I'm gonna let y'all know that I don't need the love from this rap shit. You know what I'm saying? Because what I come from, that's the only love that I really give a fuck about. Right. That's was, why the next line is I was born to a C-section. Feel me? Fire. Fire line. Fire born, line from Born there. to a C-section. Me and Terrell was born. We was born to a, to a C-section. C-section. Crap uh. niggas. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, Watch nah. your mouth. <laughs> we was born. Me and Terrence were C-sections We're well. C-section, yeah. yeah so. Sir. So the line like, is, yeah, the line I is. I mean, yeah, of course. He was born to a, a cesarean section. They they split this. They they basically, you're not born in a natural birth. He was born yeah. to a C-section. But of course, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle rolling 60s crib first. As he was, right. I'm rolling 60s crib first. I was birthed to a C-section is crazy to me. Fine to me. Birth to a C-section. Letting you know, because like, not I saying was, he was a C-section like they cut him open. If he was, that would that would be dope. For, I too. think he was. He might have been. That would be dope. So but, uh, if you think about it that way, yeah. But he was born in a crib area where he had no choice but to either get with it or you're gonna be a you're gonna get lost right and so it's, it's three different means that's that's triple on yeah because number one of course you had the regular c-section number two you have of course the crypt section right. but also um a cesarean section means it's an unnatural birth and so if you think about the regular path of life for somebody being born in uh, you i was birthed to a c-section i was born in a crypt i was born in this environment it's an unnatural way to be brought up. So right. it's, it, 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 that that line by right. itself, when we heard it's heavy. verses, yeah, it, fuck it rap. Crazy. I'm a street legend. What do you say? Uh, Block love me with a deep reverence. I was born to a C-section. What? I was birthed to a C-section. That's crazy. All right, bet. That's fuck ridiculous. this rap shit. That fuck is this ridiculous. shit. Yeah. And look what else he gonna tell you. Now he te- now he, he now he proceeds to tell you about the C-section. Helicopters and police presence. We got ops, so we keep weapons. We on y'all block while y'all, while y'all eat breakfast. Eat breakfast. Yep. You feel me? So it's like, that's where, we, that's where I come from. And then, uh, look, a lot of shots. What do you say? A lot, of shots. a lot of shots. We broke street records. Watch how you talk. I got reflexes. What do you say? You're watching your cheap necklace? Watching your... It says watching your cheap... It says you're watching your cheap necklace. Like, yeah. It always says... I don't know why Apple Music and even Genius says watching your cheap necklace. I feel like Stupid. it's... Stupid. It, I'm looking at your watch and your cheap yeah. necklace. No, because, watch how you talk because you could lose your watch and your cheap right, necklace. Exactly. Back. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I got out of it. Uh, we slide out the east... Then we slide out the east exit. So I'm going to snatch your shit. I'm going to snatch your shit. Yeah. Right. But look, but every time we get the fucking niggas up, TMZ catch it. Let me tell you. That's not just because of Victory Slap, y'all. Literally, Nipsey Hussle has been ran up on when TMZ <laughs> is always there, bro. <laughs> This nigga been ran up on all the time TMZ's did. Look, y'all still learning street lessons? Oh my God, this is my That's favorite crazy. line right here. This is my favorite line in this joint. Y'all still learning street lessons from the mastermind. First you master grind, then your team catch. Woo! Hey, shout out to my boy X, man. We was in the uh, we was in the Best Buy. He told me that line. I hadn't heard it yet. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to that joint tonight. Fuck it. First you master grind, then you... Oh, okay. Lessons from the mastermind. First no, you- no, don't skip that first line. Y'all still learning street lessons? Like, that's still y'all focus? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. From the yeah. mastermind. I just told you everything that I came from. Helicopters and police presence. We got ops, so we keep weapons. I just told you my block loved me from a, with a deep reverence. So you listen to me, young nigga from the streets that's probably looking at that. 
Y'all right. still learning uh, street lessons? Or even to the older niggas that's out there still. You still learning street lessons from the mastermind. First you master grinding, your whole team gonna catch it. Like, look, you put the work in and watch your niggas follow that. Right. You could put street exactly. work in and your niggas will follow street work. But what are you leaving behind? What trail are you leading them down? Are you leading them down a road out of this or a road into it? Right. Feel me? Yeah, ah, yeah. What, what that, that go man. He said, look, this time is for the money. I don't need credit. But I'm the Don because the street said it. Look. Oh, my. That shit is fire, Favorite man. line in the song is, I'm the Don because the street said it. Because let me tell you something. When Nip made this, he was still alive. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. <laughs> Big Sean been beefing with Kendrick. And I know Nip wasn't on no, no shade shit. But I just felt like he, I just felt like him saying, I know, well, Thomas for the money, I don't need credit, just goes back to what he was just saying about, you know what I'm saying? I'm the, I'm the mastermind, first you master grind, then your team catch it. You know right. what I'm saying? This time is for the money, I don't need credit. I'm just trying to give it to you. You feel me? Right. Wait, this time limited. He ended up passing away, unfortunately. Right. But I'm the Don because the street said it, I fuck with it. Like, like he said, my block let me with a deep rapper. Why did you bring up the Kendrick and Big Sean thing? I just feel like he said, I'm the Don because the street said it. What do Big Sean call himself? Sean Don. Damn. Because he called himself that. I'm the Don because the street said it. Sean? He wasn't trying to I know, I know, I know, I know. But, but I, I like it. But I do when, think when y'all, hear Sean, when y'all hear Sean Don, when y'all hear somebody like Sean say, yeah, I'm a Don, he's saying that because his name's Sean. That's Don. his mantra and he growing as an artist and he trying to build that. When I right. say I'm a Don, it's because I'm referring to how they regard me. Right, yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all something. That's fire, man. The reason why I cling so heavy to the art of Nipsey Hussle and of Kobe Bryant, unfortunately with us, them both being from L.A., losing both of them, it's because one thing they had... Kobe wasn't from L.A., he was from Philly. Shout out to Philly well, fans. Kobe still, Kobe's still an L.A. king like Nip. Oh, okay, yeah. Forever etched in L.A. History. I just didn't want to be like, he's not from L.A. Either. Yeah. You know how Philly niggas are. <laughs> Kobe broke, I mean, LeBron broke Kobe's scoring record the night before he died in Philly. Crazy. That's on, bro. Your story's That's written. Ridiculous. So let me tell you, the reason why I cling to people like Kobe and Nipsey is because their stories to me seem so, you can pull so much from, what, from their stories. And these were two people who would say something, and I felt like I believe every word that they say because... They have the backing behind it to make me say, all right, I believe it. Like when Nip has always said, like, Nip always talks about other rappers saying shit. Right. But when I say it, I'm really living it. Like these young, these young rappers, 20 years old, come from, you feel me? Like, y'all, y'all niggas not, y'all niggas just rapping. Y'all just, you know what I'm saying? I come from a, okay, all right. Right. You could say that. But when somebody like Nip say it, 30s, who has a history of, of, being in it, talking about getting out of it, right. out of it, and getting out of it. Kobe Bryant, somebody who talks about the work he put in, put the work in in basketball, won five rings. Then once he left, people thought the Mamba mentality was over. Applied it to film. Shout out Granity. Um, applied it to film. Got him an Academy Award on his first go out. You can't tell me that man's method to success isn't one that works. Right. Same and it don't matter Nip. what it is. So now I believe and live off what they did because their stories are finished, unfortunately, but they never had a chance to really fuck it up. Yeah, like, look at my true. favorite artist, one of my favorite artists right now, Kanye West. Very hard to be a huge, huge fan of it because at first you're a fan of somebody for their art and what they do. Right. And they talk that, that talk about certain things. But once you start disagreeing with what they're doing, 
you start to disagree with their yeah, whole he message. Lives they've to been fuck saying. it up. He, you watched him go from. We watched him go from saying, and I was just saying this, uh, the high school just a new religion for a new religion. The soul music of the streets that the youth is missing. But this shit is, is my road to addition. Malcolm X had the Malcolm West had the whole nation standing at attention. He went from that to being a Trump supporter. It's crazy. That's crazy. So I have a hard time believing anything that you were saying back then. Was you just saying it because it was what you what you whatever? Right. And that's why I say I can go listen to a bullet ain't got no name volume one and hear Nip talking about victory lap. Like and his last album would be victory lap. Like to me, that's you never switched up. Yeah. And I feel like that made me believe, all right, what you were saying is solid and I'm living by whatever you was going by. Cause that's how I wanna that's how I wanna be. Yeah. It's truly amazing how you clung to Nipsey Hustle when he passed away. I always tell people when people pass away, and I told my boy TL this today, when people pass away, I just feel like now your story, that book that it was right, somebody had like we had to write the end. So now I just dive back and see exactly what you left because yeah. that's just what it is. And I've always had trouble doing that. I, I told Terrence when Nipsey Hussle passed away, I didn't want to hear his. I didn't want to hear it because it made me sad. Like it made me, it it brought me down. Like to hear Victory Lap or Life Could Begin Up in These, no, like the beginning of Mean Streets. Like I could not listen to that. I'm an urban legend. Yeah, South I, Central in a certain section. That I shit could, sounds crazy now. I couldn't listen to it because I'm like, yo, I, and Terrence was doing nothing but playing his music over and over and over again. I was like, damn, bro, I don't see how you, but that's how he deal with it. Like, if some shit happened to Terrence, God forbid, I don't want to see any. I it, the pictures and the videos and the memories. Even though it's good, that shit, to me, it brings me down. Terrence is the one that goes, he dives into all of this shit. Deep. It's, 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 we are polar opposites when it comes to that. Yep. I'm also a much more emotional nigga. Like, me and Terrence will get in an argument and I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's dead ass, though. I'll, Don't make it seem yo, like it's everything. Yeah. Like, if I'm really stressed out, and I don't cry in front of nobody else, but... Like if, if except maybe Terrence, maybe my parents if they if they give your me girl or some shit. You know how your girl say some shit, and you like I'm crying because I'm really about to slap this shit out of yeah. your ass. You try to be, <laughs> I really, I swear to God I'm about to leave you. I never had anybody disrespect me the way you have. You gotta get into your tough bag, like you like you crying just because you no, sick, boy. but you try to make it seem Hell like it's yeah. a big deal. Well, Terrence don't cry. I will cry in a heartbeat. I told him that when this nigga get married. Oh, I'm t tears. The music gonna be the music gonna be playing. I feel like I wouldn't cry unless you had like kids. You gonna cry? You think you a tough nigga, but nigga, you're gonna. I cry. don't know if I would cry. If on your I wedding. get married and my wife coming down the aisle and I'm crying, nigga, you I would say it depends on my relationship with your wife. If I don't like her, bro, man, <laughs> this is some boo. waiting on the reception. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your arm. We next. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I did hey, want to let me say this part. Go ahead. The highlight of this song is the Big Sean verse. Absolutely. It's the Big Sean verse, and we love it. Is, it I, I, but absolutely. But I was thoroughly impressed oh with Sean's God. verse. I, can I just say, bro, he really, it, it seemed like, it felt like he was speaking for me. And I'm going to tell you, is that because he got a, a, a super long verse, but we're going to just get into some favorite parts of it. Number one, a couple of things. Like, I felt like he was pulling my thoughts. Cause like so, like when he said most of the girls I know are addicted to social media. That part, all the time they put in they could have wrote encyclopedias. That part, 
Like, when you look at... Did you see the shit Malik Masika did with, with her OnlyFans or Ma- Malaysia, whatever the fuck her name Masika. is? Masika. Yeah. I was Where she was too. acting like she was kidnapped and was like, all you have to do is donate. Oh, my God. And she was so hard to watch, bro. It just really just made it look it's like a like, sickness now. Like, all right, now social media really got y'all bugging. And it took bugging. for Jocelyn Hernandez to comment and be like, this is what the world has come to. <laughs> this is what it's come to. That shit is crazy, man. So when Sean said that, I was tuned in. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all, Well, all the time they put in, they could have wrote encyclopedias. Look, mama um, said it only takes one time to fuck up your whole Wikipedia. A lot of people don't know Think about it, bro. One allegation. One allegation. One wrong move. One thing that gets you canceled and your Wikipedia fucked up. That's, fucked what, up. that's where that shit heavy. That's facts. One. It take one time. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. That, that shit's And crazy. I was telling my boy Evander, the difference between men and women, and maybe we're going to have to take this out, but the difference between men and women is once you get that allegation, that allegation will be brought up for the rest of your life as a man. Right. It's brought up and used against you forever. Not even to just speed up, because we, I know we're going to get to it, but the Tory and, and Meg thing, they brought they bringing up Breezy. And trying uh, to say Breezy. Oh, you know I hate it. You, so you, you see how, it. even though Breezy really did it, it's just, even the, av- even the allegation, if right. you were accused of raping somebody. When you're the man in the look situation. On, look at Daddy's Little Girls, my Tyler Perry movie fans. Gabrielle Union finally found her stuck-up black ass, a good man, and guess what? He was falsely accused of rape. She grabbed her bag. She running away. Nah, I should have known. I should have known. As a man, you got to live with your allegations. Oh, that's true. Women, women are allowed to move on from whatever they had in their past. Feel me? That's true. Women are able to move. Look, because this is the thing. Look, Cardi B said she came out and, and drug niggas. And everybody's like, well, that was a part of her past. That's what she had to do to get to, to, to survive. No, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. I remember that. I because remember that. guess what? I got a job that I go to every day. I could drug some people up if I want to, because that's the, the world right. I'm in. Does that make me right? And if y'all found out that I was doing that, Bill Cosby, would y'all give him the pass or would y'all say throw him under the jail like y'all did Bill? Exactly. And y'all don't even, Bill was not found guilty. Right. He wasn't found guilty. There was no evidence. It was, it was just too much said. shit. It was just too many people that said he did it. And then this is the thing. Now, nowadays it's tough because i hate to be the bill cosby cardi b guy i know come yeah. on <laughs> <I get laughs> come you. on man no i get you it's just a proof that guys one thing that gets thrown on your wikipedia oh yeah that's not going over. hell yeah look at drea oh your whole record gets deleted she was ja like not lying yeah because nobody thinks about that anymore because don't nobody think about that when they see drea now, now they think about her business her i just body. Sent, yeah, I, I just sent you a picture of her today. oh yeah see? let me hey mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh you 1000 percent right about that bro you can't even get a coronavirus you can't even get the coronavirus. <laughs> Big Sean, didn't they have the coronavirus? I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what, though? Random. A part of me wants to get it and beat it. Knock on wood. But my fear of getting it is so big. But I feel like the people who had it and beat it, they live a much they more live peaceful a com- life. They're not a comfortable life, but they live a... Because I feel like their person was able to get it and beat it. And we've seen so many people get it and lose. I feel like... Oh, my God. That's so true, bro. I live in this fear, like, if I get it, will I... You know? Do you remember this part when Ashanti tried to outdance the chick that was dancing with Kenyon and the girl just washed her? Oh, yeah. The girl dropped low and swung they in front of Kenyon. trying to make each other jealous. This nigga not even a hooper she dancing with. Just some random nigga at the... She was trying to make my man jealous. Other girl dancing with the star player. Just got a scholarship to Sacramento. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but hold up 
that's rain on me, uh, Ashanti. She tried to stop and wiggle with it. He was like, I, I bet. It. Shorty, go ahead and do that thing. I told you when I walked over here. Hey! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this was bad. She didn't want, look, she didn't want that. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm about to go get some alcohol. And I'm pregnant. What? She was tripping. She was just trying to get it. You had to come up to her. You know how your girl, you're not talking to her. Did she do some dumb shit? And you like, this is the first thing I'm saying to you, but fuck is you doing? <laughs> you a dumbass ain't supposed to be doing that. He had to go up to her like, hey, you know you ain't supposed to be drinking this. Uh, what are you doing? You're pregnant. Like, you give a fuck. Like, you give a fuck. You need to go back with that dance below. All right, back. <laughs> this nigga Don't be up, up here acting stupid. Look, look at this nigga with the 3X shirt and the 3X jacket. This nigga shook all the drinks on all the niggas over there. He got his ass He got beat. his ass whooped. This will make a different conversation, different ending. <laughs> All right. But uh, look, um, back to the big Sean. Hey, look, big, big, big uh, words from Sean. Uh, after what happened in the MC, I reached out to Kendrick. It wasn't even no real issues to begin with. Lack of communication and wrong information from people fueled by the ego was mixing flames with Diesel. Like, I like that. Because yeah. this is my thing. Like you damn right, said. you. Now, this is my thing. All right, yeah, we can Lack deep of on communication and wrong information. From people fueled by their ego, it's like mixing flames with diesel. So it just made the, it just made the, the shit worse. But this is my thing. Like I get that, and I admire it. Yeah. Because think about it, Kendrick wasn't gonna reach out to you. Nah. It's not his makeup to do. I just don't see it in his makeup to do that. And I commend Kendrick Sean, never reached out. But to I'm not raise. giving that a. I'm not giving Kendrick flowers for that. If that's what you mean. No, I'm just saying that the, I, I admire it from Big Sean. I admire it from Sean. Yeah. I admire it for Sean, but I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Kendrick was the last time it was sit down, little bitch, be humble was Kendrick's energy. Okay. Yeah. So it does take a bigger person to reach out to the person that did that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like he said, fuel from people fueled by their ego, it's like mixing flames with diesel. Like me right. and him are fueled by our egos. They're rappers. I love the next line. Energy crazy. I realize that it's a two way street. What's coming and going. If you don't give, if it don't give you more, it drains you. That's a real weird line. Let me read it again. Say it again. Say it's real. Energy crazy. I re- I realized that one. Is a, I'm sorry. I'm far away from the lyrics. No, just go, read the next one. I think you're probably talking about. Nah, I'm talking about those what's two coming lines. Is, those look like filler lines, but I feel like those are deeper lines. When he says the energy crazy, I realize it's a two way street. And if it's coming in, in, what's coming is going. If it don't give you more, it drains you. That is a to me. That's a deep line. Like, it energy is. crazy, it's a two-way street. Like, you got positive energy and negative energy. You feel me? Right. And he's basically saying, you know what I'm saying? The energy that you allow is going to drain you. That's it's facts. a two-way street. You have a choice. Next line. Should be a billionaire based off the time I'm, uh, the time off I'm not taking. Terrence, let me tell you something. You know I don't take time yeah, off. Yeah, bro. This is where he started speaking shit out of my brain, bro. Should be a billionaire based on the time and I'm time off that I'm not taking. Probably why the shit with me get crazy and we lost a baby, which is crazy to hear crazy from Sean. To like, does that, that mean Janae? It, that's what everybody wanted to say but didn't want to say. But yeah. like, does is that what that meant? But you never know. It's crazy and it's crazy. Think about it. We had to hear that same thing from Jay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, man, these artists really be going through it, bro. Yeah. Regular people. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go forward a little bit. And too. y'all, that really gives me like a. That really gives me like a damn, like you could really be going through it and not supporting your spouse and fuck her up so much that, because yeah. you're trying to bring her baby into the mm-hmm. world, and you could lose a baby. Hell yeah. 
That's look, crazy. Going forward, he was like, uh, niggas is banging over blocks they don't own, thinking that's their home. Boy, you don't know where you're from. Uh, you think that's where you're from. You don't really know where you're from. You don't know how deep your roots is or what your ancestors had done. And so, I mean, it, I think that just speaks to a deeper, a deeper kind of like poverty and pox and uh, pro- poverty and proximity. Yeah, but to me, that wasn't had. a message we haven't heard already. It is. I mean, it isn't. But that I like to hear that because people will literally kill each other over like streets that if you leave the state, then nobody knows what where that street is. We learned that when we went to Florida. Yeah. But um, the shit that really had me, because I want to spend too too much time on this, is, um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Is it escaping? No, it's this one. It's right here, bro. Uh, no, 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 no. He said, I realized all my setbacks were inside of me. Inside of me, but inside of me. No, Terrence. No. I don't even know what sodomy means. You know what sodomy is? What? Sodomy is... What is it? Just don't... Just say it, bro. It's like anal. That's what that means? Yeah. Oh, so God. So somebody gets sodomized. It fucked up the ass. Yeah. Damn, Terrence. I mean, do you want to be a professional podcast or just a nigga that bounces around a... <laughs> this this nigga's a sodomy. You know what that is? You see his big ass eyes looking at me. I'm like, what is it, nigga? I you really just, did not know that. But yeah, he's definitely not saying he's sodomy. He's definitely yet. not talking about that. But wow, that's such a random left. Wow. <laughs> but he said, look um, at all the doctors. Sodomy. Cause look, he said, I'm trying to focus, but baby girl keep holding my keep holding my mind for ransom, and that ain't how it's supposed to be. This man Hove got to a B, and his name Sean too. I almost felt like it was me. So think about it. That's a really good double entendre from Big Sean. And I, I, I know how you think of Terrence. This nigga is a I hater. love this Sean, but I'm, I'm... Terrence, that is a fire line. I'm trying to focus, but baby girl keep holding my mind for ransom. And, and that ain't how it's supposed to be. This man, Hove got to a B, meaning Hove got to a Beyonce, but Hove got to, to a, a billion. billion. Mm-hmm. Think about it, baby, baby girl holding me for ransom. Hey, look, Hove the, got to the a only, billionaire. Right, That's I like fire. that, but the only part that I don't like is the... I His like name is Sean. Sean, so I felt like it was me. <laughs> all right. But listen, though. Real shit but really, Sean. I, I, I realized all my setbacks were inside of me. In high school, I learned chemistry, biology, but not to cope with anxiety. Look, or how I could feel like I'm by myself on an island with depression on all sides of me. That is crazy. I'm telling you. When I heard that, I was like, hey, I, I'm here. I'm with this. Right, thing. look. With a Glock 17 on the right side of me. Hold up. I'm not relating to that part. <laughs> I like when he said, look, I think I had a a thought of suicide in me until life showed me all the different sides of me. That's crazy. Too many times I thought the Reaper was outside for me. And how the the fuck is people that never met me that that hate me? I wonder if they understand that I meditate daily. And you know what, damn, I feel bad. Because you know what, I've hated on Big Sean from back in the past. Yeah, he's talking about you, nigga. Nigga talking talking about about you. Honestly, I was talking about the art. I always respected Big Sean as a person. No, you did not, Terrence. Terrence, all right, we're not doing that. I'm not letting you do that. Now I'm starting to get mad. We literally have always, I've always talked about the art. I never said fuck Big Sean as a person. Yes, you did. When? I had the video where you said, "Wow, I told you, I said one day we're gonna meet." Nah, but you was making it seem like I couldn't. I couldn't even. Terrence, just admit that you was. You are Joe Budden. 
You were nah, disrespectful. And I you respect Big Sean like as an artist. You were making it seem like I couldn't even say that I didn't like his lines or I didn't like his bars because we might meet Big Sean. I'm like, that nigga's not about to... We're not about to meet that nigga and then he's going to... You know what I'm saying? If he does, nigga, I will pull that shit back. But until then, I don't see him reaching a hand out. And I'm not... Trust me, I'm not asking that nigga for a hand out. I agree. That's why I say it's always about the art. But that's uh, why I can say this was the best verse on the... I feel like this was the best verse on the track. Yeah, man. And then look, we got a we got a whole album coming from Sean. Like, I don't know what we about to get. I'm just excited, man. Detroit. The album two, cover was 4th. dope too. I like the album cover. Yeah. At first, I didn't dope. really like it, but now I'm like, all right, I bang with it. Yeah. Over I time, like after looking at it, I'm like, all right, this is detailed, dope, very. But shout out Big Sean. I mean, that was a great drop for your album. Phenomenal. Drop it I on Kobe it. Day or midnight after Kobe Day. It was only right. The it vibes were definitely there. Deep references. Deep reverence is is a phenomenal single. You, you know, I just read on here that they said a lot of people on his label didn't agree with him putting that song out. Didn't think it was the best idea for yeah. his rollout. But fuck all of them. Right. I don't see Sean, how that was. The fuck you want to do? I'm Sean. I'm gonna let you know. I'm way more excited for your album because you put that out. Right. Now I'm like, all right, bet. Because right. now we knew the Nip was gonna hit. He's gone. Right. Nip could have got up there and said. Fuck rap, I'm a street legend 17 times, and I'd have been like, R.I.P. Nip, that was great. What's right. next? But the Sean was the impressive part. So we looking forward to right. the album. Liddy, this nigga Worm was about the, the, the chicks. He this might not have been the worm. best baller, but this nigga Worm was all about he the was. chicks. He was. Rafika. Rafika, I see you looking. <laughs> That's the best part of this movie. Hey, I know y'all see me. Let me tell you something. This nigga like Worm this. had the big ass fitted hat on backwards on the ball head. Yeah, he was definitely on his uh, little. He uh, was on his Chauncey Billups. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man was on his Stefan Marbury. He that was. was the swag back then. A young nigga, bald. Man, when this shit came out, this shit was so cool. The way they dressed was cool back then. That's what I'm saying. We, we could go back to dressing like this. I literally used to wear like a four, size 42 jeans. In like sixth grade, <laughs> what the fuck was wrong? And getting with my like parents? an extra large oh, t-shirt, yeah. An extra large on me in sixth grade. Yeah. I'm gonna get you a. We weren't getting a men's medium. They was getting a men's extra large. Like yo, that's ridiculous. Real man. niggas know about the belt buckles. Anybody got a belt buckle and you tuck that large ass t-shirt behind the buckle? Uh huh. Oh the my that had the words that go across it. Yeah. See. Yeah. Them joints was. That dude interview on TikTok was like, you definitely bought a belt. A belt buckle that had your a personalized uh thing on it. And you thought I forgot. You thought we forgot. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I was getting ready to tell you that at the beginning of this podcast, we grew up in a weird era because we were young enough for SpongeBob, but we got out of cartoons when niggas started watching Ben 10. Yeah. And people love Ben 10. People be like, oh my God, they're getting ready to make a Ben 10 live action movie. Guess what? I don't give a damn. I ain't never watched an episode of that shit in my life. I was just too old for it. Yeah. Two but, up hey, uh, real quick, because I can't stay on this podcast long, T. I got, I got shit that I have to do. Um, you shouldn't say that. But I, I just want to try to explain, because it's not going to be the long, a super long podcast. Like, we already got about an hour in. Yeah. But uh, only an hour? We started at 11. And so it's 12.15. Not hour 15. Damn you. But, hey, look. Robert Pattinson. Is about to be the best Batman that we have seen. I'm stamping it. And I love Christian Bale. But did y'all see that motherfucking Batman trailer? Oh my goodness. Why are you quiet like I just did said some blasphemy shit? I'ma keep it a hundred. I'ma keep it a hundred, y'all. I need a little bit more. I need a full trailer. We got the full trailer. That was it? 
It was a, I was like a minute. It was two minutes and thirty seconds. I don't get it. I don't get why. I mean, maybe do y'all like the way Robert Pattinson looks? Yes. And y'all are like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, he looks good. Because like, I'm not always... getting the the excitement for the Robert Pattinson Batman. Okay. I'm excited for the movie. I'll say that. But did you just hear what this man just said? Why? Why are y'all speaking Batman. blasphemy? Why? Y'all, why must we do that? No, he's going to give us a good version of him. He's not going to touch Christian Bale. Who's directing You're this tripping. movie? You're tripping. Who's directing? Uh, hold Figure that out because thought. Bale is already on a way different level than it, than Pattinson. And Pattinson is beast. I agree, Terrence. Pattinson is beast. But I don't put him up there with Bale. This is directed by Matt Reeves. Okay, Matt Reeves is a good director. Matt Reeves did movies that I've seen before. Right. He did all of the Planet yeah. of the Apes. He did Cloverfield. Yeah. He did... Oh, it's about to get nasty. It's going to be good. And this is the thing. Is Batman going to be rated R? That's the question. Is it going to be rated R? Like, we going to get real? And I feel like this... This is what you got to think about, Terrence. This is why I think Robert Pattinson about to be the best Batman that we've seen. Is because... You got to think about it, bro. They've always made... Uh, the Bruce Wayne person, this happy, I'm a businessman, half billionaire. He's never happy. And the, look, Terrence, but he's always been presentably. Robert Pattinson's Batman looked like he's not happy at all in life ever. Like, like and then he, he beat the, he beat the hell out of that dude in the trailer. And I'm thinking, all right, bet we about to get a real ass Batman. And you get Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Yeah, Fellas. I was totally taken left by that. I'm like, all right, bet I'm in. Come you got my ticket bought already. Hey, look, but this is what I'll say. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying I don't like to talk about him being the best Batman ever. Why must we disrespect Nolan? The uh look, y'all, have y'all seen Batman Begins? I'm one of those people that feel like Batman Begins is a very pivotal part of that trilogy and it like was great. You have to I had to watch it you know again what I'm saying? to respect it. You really need to go back and watch that John. I had to watch it again to respect it. But let me tell you something. Look, you got Colin Farrell as um the penguin. That's going to be fine. I didn't even know the Penguin was going to be in that joint. Yeah, the Penguin and the Riddler are like the villains. So it's like, it's cool to get That's why like I said, this. that that seemed like a regular trailer. We need a full trailer. I need to see some more. Let me tell you something, Marvel. DC has some solid films. The Joker. DC got some shit. This Batman joint. Now, let me tell you something. Oh, nothing, yeah, that'll be beast. There's nothing touching the Marvel conglomerate. Oh, but you know what, though? If they can conjoin that Joker with this Batman, Robert Pattinson going up against, uh, what's my man's name? Oh, that would be incredible. Ooh, that'd be a real good movie right there. That if they're that, lining that, that up, Greece. if they're lining that up, that's going to be beast. That would be amazing. That I'm excited for. What's his name? Oh, I can't believe I don't remember. Joker, he was in uh, her. Oh, I'm sorry, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. What's wrong Phoenix. with me? What's wrong with, yes. me? what's wrong with me? Joaquin Phoenix and Robert Pattinson and that Joker yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. I'm with it. And I still have the Joker all the way through. Because what I will say is that Joker world does look a lot similar to that Batman world yes, that we sir. saw in that trailer. Mm-hmm. So, hey, look, we got some exciting things on the docket. Uh, shout out Tenet. you got from the... Yeah, I got a couple of it. But shout out Tenet. That, that's coming too. We, we shout that out every week. And we're going to probably keep doing that because... Oh, okay, yeah. Can't wait to see it. And you know what? It's getting ready to release in select theaters. And I don't know if y'all seen the full trailer for Tenet yet, but oh my God. Nolan, the, I was telling Terrence, the best thing about Christopher Nolan trailers is that he tells you so much and tells you so little at the same time. It's the same. Go back and watch the Inception trailer and act like you haven't seen a movie and act like if you could try to figure that shit out before the movie came out, you would not be able to. And that's exactly what we got from uh from Tenet. And so, 
I'm excited for it. Now I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm looking at uh, Terrell thinks I'm not paying him any attention. I definitely was like, damn. I'm looking at all of the topics that y'all are leaving, and I'm seeing people leave a lot of things. Like somebody put forex traders, forex niggas. Oh my god. Let me just keep it a hundred with the people who do forex. If you do it, it's dope. Like get your money, hustle. I don't think we have an issue with what you're doing. This is what y'all gotta understand, forex traders, and my folks who do any type of get your own money on the side thing. We are not annoyed with what you're doing. Y'all are living y'all lives like we're shitting on what y'all do. Like, nobody nobody is shitting on what you're doing. We're shitting on the way y'all are acting and going about doing it. Facts. The way y'all act, it just seemed like you doing some shit. And then why do they have to make you try to feel like... They, why do they try to make people feel like shit? It's like, I get you enjoy making money on the side and not working a certain job. And you get, and you get to make your own money and you, you doing this for yourself. That's cool, but I feel like Forex niggas just seem real. This is what it seemed like. They feel like, it feels like y'all are on like some get rich quick bullshit because of how the eagerness. You feel me? When somebody making some real money from something, I feel like they don't right. try to tell everybody about it. And you know when you getting some game from a nigga. Right. You feel me? They putting you on game on how to get some extra money. But the Forex niggas just... They just bring a different vibe with them. Yeah. They bring a real... They real defensive. Front door vibe. You know what I mean? Aggressive, like? yeah. Like a real front door vibe. Like a nigga that would ring your doorbell and be like, hey, so I'm here to sell this and you should buy this and you should really sign up and you should really do this. And it's like, nigga, you just came to my front door with like with this shit. Like, let me think about this shit. Like, right. you're not giving me nothing conclusive that I want to sign up for right now. And what I don't like about them is they angle. I don't like the That's make it. you feel like shit. They say stuff like, look, when you get tired of walking, when you get tired of working a nine to five and want to actually get financial freedom for yourself, then you get. It's like, yo, understand what the fuck y'all look like. I need some. I need a forex trader to come out and be, and be like dead ass about it. Cause why, if it's so great, why do you gotta pay hundreds of dollars to join these little things where you're gonna give us the gift of gab? It sounds like every other pyramid scheme. It does. The pyramid scheme is not. Is this? Hey man. You could join and get money this way. And look, you can join and get money this way. What if I told you you can get money just by doing this? Just by doing that? Well, guess what? We'll give you all the tricks to trade if you join with us. Just a $350 membership fee. Oh, that's where y'all getting y'all money. Exactly. And then look, you got to... The niggas that have more friends or the people that can get more people under them going to do better because they right. have more people under them. Because why don't I hear y'all asking me about the deals that you're talking about? You feel me? You're telling me I go around and I get people to do this and I help people and all of that, but you're not. And it's not going for forex. This goes for all of the pyramid schemers right. who who do that. It just feel like you trying to sign me up under you and that's it. It don't feel like you trying to help me get money. You see me as the opportunity. You don't see the opportunity for me. But it's like that everybody. And you know what's crazy? I know people that didn't do forex. Yeah. Um. That started doing Forex, and now they start using that verbiage where they're like financially free, financially. And you know what? I'm happy for you, but let me just keep it all the way 100. I don't know anybody that has done Forex trading that now makes more money than me. Right. So you have to convince me to quit my day job because I'm not a nigga that work at Burger King. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the nigga that's just making a little coin. You now have to convince me to, to, to quit my job. And if I quit, it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of job I got. Not trying to flex or nothing like that. Right. But the way they be flexing, it's like, all right, bet. what is this really about? Because I haven't seen nobody 
that's crazy. It sounds like some shit that I should do on the side, maybe. Right. Like it sounds like a good opportunity, but because I need I'm to see always more hesitant because stories. of the angle. Yeah. You'll see one nigga that stand in front of a, a Mercedes and you don't know if it's his. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if mommy like, and daddy gave it to the money got me this. And it's like, you know what? I just don't trust it. And you know what? That's a good thing and a bad thing. I'm, I'm going to give that 4X trader some some slack because one thing they always say is, I, I faked on it. I didn't do it. Then I got into it and I liked it. So, right. I mean, it could be something that we could just And, and what I'll say is, I definitely give a big shout out to those people who are actually doing it because it takes a lot to have a side hustle and dedicate your life to something on the side. Right. So, the people that's making money with it and really doing it, and, mm-hmm. and I get the grind. I just say that sometimes it comes off a certain way, not from all of you, but just from some of you. Just from some of you. Not from all of you. Shout out to the majority of the people that's doing that because, honestly, it might be something that I get to in the future, and I might not do it the way that I've seen other people doing it with us where we annoying, but, yo, shout out to the people that's doing it, but the people that are annoying with it, y'all know what y'all doing. Stop. Right. Well, we went from shitting on it, shitting on them to giving them a little praise. Because you got to. And we could just kind of rapid fire these. Like, people, somebody asked me, um... The Meg and Tori situation. Did you want to just say anything about that? What the Tori and Meg? Yeah, I think. Um, I think I've never really been a big fan Tory of Tori shooting Meg is wrong. Yeah. I don't think there's any way you can cut it. I don't think there's anything he can say unless he comes out and says that she tried to shoot him or it wasn't him that shot or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the only way that I would maybe even think about his position. Mm-hmm. But if he really shot her, him saying she was. What she was, we had gotten, I don't care what happened. You know what I'm saying? I agree with Maul from the Joe Button podcast. His take was spot on. Like, you shouldn't, it's just un, all right, Terrence. My bad, because this is, I just didn't think that should be sitting there. But, but uh, I just don't feel like you should ever shoot at, not even just a woman, but anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like people doing this, this gender thing. You should not shoot at anybody. I, I, just, I just don't agree with that. Unless yeah. they, unless they like. You know, put your family at harm's risk or something like that. Like, if you just got drunk and you're shooting somebody, like, I don't fuck with that at all. Yeah. And, and this is... this Meg goes should be able to... My bad. It goes deep into domestic violence. It goes deep into domestic abuse. Because right. if it was a woman that shot Meg, if some woman shot Meg, it wouldn't be this. If a man was shot in his feet by another man, it wouldn't be this. But because it was a man shooting a woman, oh, yeah. We gotta we gotta bait this up because people yeah. gotta know that this is not gonna fly. We're not just gonna sweep this under the rug. We not in those days like uh the days where Ike with Ike and Tina and everybody knew Ike was just slapping her ass around. That's exactly. not cool. You know? Right. These days we like we gonna we not letting that fly. I never know been what? A- the people that keep saying, if Meg shot Tori, how would y'all feel? I don't like that because that didn't happen. She didn't shoot him. He shot her. And we don't have a big ass history of women just randomly shooting niggas. But we do have a history of men being abusive to women and us throwing that shit up under the rug. Fuck uh, it. I will agree, but let's not act like left eye doesn't exist. I mean, yeah, left I ain't saying that anything. The abuse. Specific Burn case. that nigga's house down. Yeah. Tried to kill that nigga. <laughs> yeah. So but, I would but, say. But, 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 but you're right. But I think. Abuse is abuse to me. And fellas, I know it gets annoying. I know it definitely gets annoying when. When certain women will take this and aim all of their frustration with Tory Lanez and what he did towards our entire towards yeah our entire black man race, I know how annoying that is. Um, But just always tell like black dudes like think about like if you had a daughter, you would want that you would want this vibe instead of 
you want the support on Megan's side. We get it. Some shit could have happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. The situation ain't perfect. M- maybe Meg the Stallion might have said, nigga, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she might have snapped on his ass and pissed him off. But we're not going to focus on the man part. Because, look, we men. Right. We men. We right. handle shit different. You know women handle shit different. Right. Not that it's a difference, but we got to look out for them. We right. men. It's not, but, He made the but, mistake. But, but, we don't need but. to coddle men's feelings. No, you're right. You know, you, because think, Tory, because women are upset no, about but this. this is the thing. I think we don't we need be, to coddle Tory at all. No, I mean men. Women but should be able to I go out there. men are told to just shut up and be men Those are the, about yeah, right. how they feel. So just be real careful. I, in this situation, you're right. I'm talking Meg, about the men who would say something to a woman who's like, yeah, that situation is fucked up with Tori and Meg. And the man is immediately like, yeah, but what about if, what about if, okay, it's yeah, like, like all right. I know who you're talking about, like though, it. those women that get ridiculous. I just think that, yo, like, I, I think there's trauma on both sides. Yeah. And we shouldn't be told to just be men. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. I just don't agree with that. But I do think, stand, we got to stand with Meg. I don't ever, that, that's. I'm not rocking with Tory. Y'all know I don't fuck with Tory Lanez to begin with. Fuck that, Tory. You our was all pressed to watch podcast. Quarantine Radio, though. But Terrence, I very. But you was real pressed watching Quarantine Radio. I liked it. I'm I the think, one who I think Tory was kind of iffy about Tory. I think Tory Lanez is the biggest name of this quarantine. Of this quarantine, not like a good thing, but like a good thing that turned bad. Like this is the biggest news to me because I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of Tory Lanez's music. I don't like it. Nah, like, that's you know what, what we give her. I bang with Tory Lanez. Terrence music. likes Tory Lanez music. I'm not a big fan of him, the person. I don't really know him. That's what he different. never gave me a vibe like I like him as a dude. I liked Quarantine Radio. Think about it. This whole versus shit that 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 uh has nothing to do with Tory Lanez. Let me tell you some facts. This whole versus shit that they doing, it started with Swiss Beats and Timberland going live. Do you know why everybody was going live? Because Tory Lanez That's made not that true. shit fire. That's not true. It's everybody fact, was going live. Terrence, Tory You're Lanez not about to give the, Tory, Tory Lanez credit Lanez, for verses. I'm sorry. Niggas was not going live. Everybody was going live. People. Terrell, everybody was going live trying to entertain no, people. They were Tory not, shit Terrence. clicked because he had bitches on there stripping. Let's keep it a hundred. Before he, had he wasn't on, he was doing the quarantine radio, and he was getting people in there doing a shout out. You not giving him credit for that? Everybody was doing that before. Terrence, people me. was doing talent shows before Tory Lanez. People was having people join live, doing talent but shows, doing things. Terrence, Tory Lanez popped because he was having that. people strip and getting butt ass naked. That's not true. Quarantine radio got big way it, before that. The quarantine last, radio got bigger once it got shut down. Towards the end of it, it got shut down. Bro, that shit got shut down and then it came back. Right, but it got big. Quarantine radio got big because they was tapping in with people like Chris Brown, and then they would go to Young Thug, and then they would go to yeah, right, 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 because they was so doing his it live. It, it, and that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, I'm you're not, not about to give the, Tory credit for a lot of the I'm shit you're trying to give him credit, credit for. for the, his shit did did happen to pop during the quarantine. Right. You right. I think, but I'm not giving him credit for verses. I'm giving him credit for people utilizing this Instagram live platform. The okay. way they did it. Because he got he was the first nigga to get all the people. We got two. Yeah, he we got, got a seven ton of people. Out, you know what I'm saying? And so, I don't even know why we were talking about that. But, you were talking about like, yeah. Oh, but I was saying like, I'm not a fan like, of yeah. him, but mm-hmm. I was a fan of Quarantine Radio. And then the fact that he went from being so hot on that hill to where he is now is crazy. It's almost ridiculous. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to, I I was thinking that he was going to come out of this shit on top of the, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. was a, it was niggas that was like, I'm not bad. Niggas like me that was following Tory all of a sudden now. 
and I didn't like the name. Yeah. And so, that situation is... That situation is definitely trash, man. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Somebody put knowing when to end a friendship because of a lifestyle and drive for a better life. Wow. I feel like that's a big topic. Knowing when to end a friendship, or we can just say relationship. Knowing when to end a a relationship because of a lifestyle and drive for a better life. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, a lot of y'all feel like... I don't just say it's a relationship. It could be a friendship. You could have a toxic friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'll say is, really analyze what you're going for. If you're thinking about ending a friendship or a relationship because you feel like you're going to go for a better drive and ask yourself and test yourself and see if you're even going to get, if it's even worth worth it. Don't just leave somebody or say fuck somebody because you want to try some shit. That's all I'll say. Right. You got to be solid on your plan and what you got to do. Because I'm going to tell you, once you fucking leave them, you can't be that person that's running back and forth and going back and forth. Once they decide they done with you, they done. And you could lose somebody that's real real dope in your life. Right. But I'll tell you, there's times where the grind and the lifestyle that you're looking for might be worth it. It might be worth that person not fucking with you for five years. But you got to have that, that yeah. planned out. And you got to be willing to lose that person forever if you're going to make that choice. Right. And if you have somebody that has toxic energy and you feel like it's worth... If you're even contemplating why you're friends with somebody, maybe you shouldn't be friends with that person. Yeah. Or maybe you should just not necessarily end the friendship, but just fall back. Don't hit their ass up. When they hit you up and be like, hey, yo, let's do whatever, don't go. Yeah. Y'all, I am the king of not going places. And I love my friends. All right. <laughs> but if, I, if one of my fuckers was toxic, I would not go anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't, you stay away from that stuff. You know why? You catch strays. And I don't mean like a real bullet, God forbid. But you catch stray trauma from that. Yeah. You can start stressing out about shit, you know what I'm saying, because of their ass. It's just relationship advice on people who broke up and got back together again. Don't let the people that know y'all broke up and the the family and all the people that try to remember the trauma of y'all relationship ruin this new energy that y'all have found. Right. Right. Like, because that is a common thing. That is a very common thing. Oh, you back with him? And he gonna, look, and he gonna come get your car again and drive all the way down to Walmart and, and fill it up with plants again? And I got to clean all the dirt out? Look, they just mad because of some shit they some had shit to they deal got with. they got with. Or yeah. some shit that, they, that you told them. And let me tell you, your family don't forget shit. Nah, before. and they get annoyed with you because they're scared that you're going to come with that energy again. And that's selfish. Exactly. They're scared that you're going to get hurt again and need them again. So they'd rather not even deal with, with right. your ass no more. And that's fucked up. What are you laughing at? Oh, because you about to spit on this man's car. you that coach, right? Oh, hell nah. Hell no. That shit got in the car too. Hell nah. Yeah, he about to jack his yeah, ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to get too far away from this because this is a really good thing. Yeah. Um, this is something that you got to think about though when it comes to getting back in a relationship with somebody that you broke up with before because it might not have always been toxic, but your family may see you at a certain low that they don't want to see you at again. Right. So it's not always them just trying to bring up y'all trauma. Sometimes people don't know how but they're just trying to remind you of the trauma to try and get you not to do that but just do y'all man focus on that newfound energy i think that's dope yeah and i feel like also you got to think about this for advice for people who are going into a relationship and doing it again like understand that nothing is really like you're you're doing this again and you're going to start feeling like like you're not with a new person you feel me so it's not that you have to change you got to 
when you're doing this again, before y'all decide to actually do it again, mm-hmm. y'all got to lock in, I think, first on what's about to be yeah. different this time around. Otherwise, you're just going to waste your time. That's true. Do not fall victim just because you're trying to bone. Like, I get it. The main reason why we run back to our ex or you run back to somebody you know before, it's it's because of comfort. And I talk to, I, I yeah. talk to a lot of people about this. Once you get comfortable with somebody, then you know their body. And, and it's, you not know they mind. it's not even just sexually. It's not even sexually. But it is, though. Because it is, when you get lonely, when you get lonely, or not even sexually. No, you're right, though. Go ahead. Say what you're But you say. when you get lonely, you, you're eager for companionship. Not even sexually, but you just might want that person to talk to all the time and those special right. moments where y'all might be laid up and you don't want to take the a time movie to come out somebody. on Netflix. Right. You want that person that you know for a fact is going to be there to watch it with you. So you'll run right. for comfort because let me tell you, it's hard to find that comfort in somebody new. Cause it's real awkward and you out there dating and you doing your thing and then you start thinking nah not this one so you date somebody else nah not this one i'm gonna run back to what i know is comfy even right. though i know it's gonna sting me at the end you feel right? me yeah i'm gonna have the most fun and the most good time in this but i know i'm gonna get bit by the same but right. i always get bit by and don't ignore those red flags because those are red flags you've seen before yep and that's what's way worse and the only thing I'll say is to uh, make sure y'all talk out or discuss or figure out or be honest with each other about why y'all really broke up. Right. Don't let that. Don't let them demons just live and just say, fuck it, we just about to get back together. Try to really make the shit work for the better. Right. And if y'all both can't get past it, then y'all should be there. And at the very end of the day, do not think that you're done. A lot of y'all are only in y'all 20s, 21, 22, 23, right. 18. Bro, don't think that you got to have a... Uh, Kobe Bryant story or you know what I'm saying a high school sweetheart story that's for certain people but bro it's 2020 that was your parents's parents's right that was your parents uh generation we lead in a total diff- different generation where our kids gonna look at us and be like oh your parents met on Instagram oh yeah my parents met on Instagram too oh yeah your parents met you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, this crazy. digital way oh yeah my parents met this digital way too because we're not living the same life we do not Get raised these days to grow up and immediately find a a, a partner and right, then be married, married the rest 20, of your life. Have a kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That was, I feel like, us trying to do the, the American, live the American life. Get a job, work hard and all of that. Now it's all about being your own boss. Which get I think into the is bag. toxic though, man. It's I very toxic. I think it, it hurts the family aspect of stuff. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to be good for the, the generational wealth side of it's like people don't aspire to be husbands and wives and then fathers and mothers. Of they aspire to be business owners first, which is better now, bro. It's better now. If mom and dad were aspiring to be business owners and then had kids, oh, you think we you wouldn't, wouldn't know a little here. bit more? No, nah, we would not be here. Okay, I might not be here, but I like that. I like. I like this. My thing is, if I don't learn it, my kids won't know it. If I go work my whole life, my kids gonna watch me do that and think that they're supposed to work. Their whole life. So now that everybody has these different... I feel like you have more people that are lonely now than ever before. Okay, that's true. More people that are are selfish, that that don't have... That's the dark side of it, bro. Paternal and maternal qualities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say that's the dark side of it. Because think about how many niggas... I mean, well, think... I'm just going to try to bring up the meals, but... Think about how many people that you know right now are just not ready for parenthood. Because they're so focused on themselves that it's like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When you have your business and you die and you don't have kids, what's going to happen to your business? 
your business going. I mean, I get that, but your goal I'm is to open a business. Are more important. You, the goal is to have a business, and then when you have kids, you pass that business to them. I agree, but you got to open I that feel business like people first. People have lost the. There's you're so right. Many, I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, and then, you know, what, let me say this because maybe it's not the business owner thing. I'm starting. I think I'm hearing too many kids or people that are young and never really worked a job say, "I can't work a nine to five. I can't work a nine to five. And it's like, you never had a job, though. You never had a real job. You never had a real career. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. Everybody think they got to be, and this, is the, and this is the thing, anybody can do anything. But it's nothing wrong with working a really good job. You just sound like a nigga that has a really good job. Nah, but I'm, what I'm trying to say like, is. Like, you're right, but nobody's saying there in. is. People, We're just saying that there's other the avenues. I'm talking about the, the youth that are saying, I can't work a nine to five. You're literally... You are, you're okay. You're literally cutting yourself off of billions of opportunities. Most business owners work the job first, learn certain qualities from a job. Think about what you've learned from working. You know what I'm saying? That you put in your business now, Mm -hmm. from whether it be a customer service side, whether it be people that start serving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think everybody should work a job and then you know while. But I don't know. You know me and you are different when it comes to that. The good thing about a job is you can build up that 401k, you can put the work in and the time and have a reputation with a company that's going to back you. Right. Or if your business boom, then you're good, but like you, you, you got to work. Yeah. yeah. You're still going to be on your own. It's definitely better to own your own thing, but we definitely not shit on that in it than nine to fives. Coach Carter's is, this is the first time we didn't finish a movie and still got mad movie left and we was doing a pod. These niggas haven't even won the states yet. Right. Normally it's over with. They just started a lockout in this joint. And we about to roll up out of here. Right. Cut the chains off the door. This is the whole my deepest fear is not that I'm inadequate. Yeah. Powerful beyond measure. Yeah. Great yeah, ass. Tatted. Part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you and a million other niggas. <laughs> but hey, uh, happy Friday, everybody. Hope everybody enjoys your Friday. Until next time, Mallory Bros Podcast. We in a building. Yes, sir. Uh store.com. We, we already up. see it. Look, we MBs, up. man. 11 pods. Huh? No bullshit. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs>